Henry Ford Health and Ascension Michigan enter into a $10.5 billion joint venture. National vitamin and supplement retailer GNC gets into virtual telehealth. And Georgia's Medicaid work requirement expansion sees slow enrollment during its first quarter. It's Wednesday, October 25th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Henry Ford Health and Ascension Michigan have agreed to a joint venture that would effectively create a $10.5 billion healthcare system in southeastern Michigan. The news was announced by Henry Ford last Wednesday. According to a statement, the agreement includes Ascension's eight acute care hospitals in southeast Michigan, including its Ascension Genesis and Ascension St. John Hospitals, as well as its related facilities and its addiction treatment center. Ascension's hospitals and facilities facilities in the northern and southwestern part of the state are not included as part of the joint venture. All of Henry Ford's acute care hospitals and other care facilities and assets, which include the Health Alliance plan, will be included in the partnership. Because the joint venture agreement is not a merger or acquisition, there was no reported exchange of cash. The expanded organization will be branded as Henry Ford Health and be headquartered in Detroit. It will be led by Henry Ford Health President and CEO Bob Riney and governed by a board of directors from both organizations. It would employ around 50,000 team members at more than 550 sites of care across the region. Henry Ford and Ascension said that they are currently in the process of submitting the agreement to state and federal regulatory agencies for review. They expect to close the deal by summer of 2024, pending approvals. Vitamin and supplement retailer GNC is moving into the healthcare delivery space. The Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania based company announced Monday that it will offer telehealth services, including primary care, urgent care, and mental health offerings for consumers through its expanded supplemental healthcare service, GNC Health. The retailer's health division was first announced in July. Under the expansion launched this week, people can sign up for the program through three membership tiers. These range from $9.99 to $59.99 per month for individuals and families respectively. There's also a basic plan for individuals that's less than $40 annually. Depending on their tier, members will have access to between 100 and 400 low-cost or free prescription medications. Consumers will not need insurance to access care, according to a statement from from GNC. Allison Bentley, Senior Director of Strategic Programs at GNC Health, told Modern Healthcare that the company's virtual care launch has been in the pipeline for the last couple of years and that it will eventually expand into virtual weight loss care. GNC is the latest retailer to get into healthcare delivery. Online retail giant Amazon purchased membership-based primary care provider One Medical earlier this year and offers a telehealth marketplace via its Amazon Clinic site. Walmart is on track to open an additional 28 Walmart health centers in 2024, growing to more than 75 sites by the end of the year. And Costco announced last month that it would offer lower-cost telehealth appointments to its 125 million members through New York City-based digital provider marketplace Sesame. 
the state of Georgia's narrow expansion of Medicaid, which includes work requirements, is off to a slower-than-anticipated start, hitting only 1% of its projected enrollment three months in. Georgia is the only state in the country to receive a federal waiver to include work requirements as part of its Georgia Pathways to Coverage program. Adults who are between the ages of 18 and 64 and earn less than 100 percent of the federal poverty level but who are not otherwise eligible for Medicaid qualify for the program. Participating enrollees are required to complete 80 hours of work, education, job training or community service per month in order to remain eligible. Beneficiaries are also expected to pay premiums as part of their eligibility. Since the program launched on July 1st, fewer than 1,400 people have signed up for Pathways to Coverage. Officials with the Georgia Department of Community Health had initially projected that up to 100,000 residents would enroll within the first year. In a statement from the left-leaning think tank Georgia Budget and Policy Institute, its Director of Health Justice, Leah Chan, said that the state has already invested $20 million in state funds to launch the Pathways to Coverage program with another another $118 million earmarked. She said that the initial low enrollment numbers do not match the large-scale investment so far. While Georgia received a federal waiver to include work requirements as part of the state's narrow Medicaid expansion, it has not been without controversy. The state's Section 1115 waiver was approved in October 2020 during the Trump administration. The Biden administration rescinded the waiver and Georgia challenged it in court. A federal judge ultimately sided with the state and allowed the program to proceed. Though proponents of work requirements have argued that they would lead to higher employment, studies have found that not to be the case. A 2020 Harvard study of Arkansas's work requirements, which were ultimately struck down, found that there was no measurable increase in employment. Research has shown that most adults on Medicaid who do not face barriers to work are already working. Moreover, other studies have shown that implementing work requirements is an expensive endeavor for states. Georgia's pathway to coverages sluggish start coincides with the state's ongoing Medicaid redetermination process, which has so far disenrolled more than 324,000 people since April 1st, according to recent data from KFF. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare Podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.